Hello, welcome to Karma Light Conversations. This is Frances Harry, your host. When we pray the Divine Office, we often run across this one reading. It's taken from week four on Sunday evening, so evening prayer. And it's from Hebrews chapter 12, verses 22 through 24. And it's talking about drawing near to Mount Zion and the city of the living God. This Mount Zion, what does it stand for? Deacon Baldwin, who is a member of the Secular Order of Discalced Carmelites in Dayton, Ohio, provided us with a reflection entitled Mount Zion. And he talks about this call, this invitation to come to Mount Zion. And what is Mount Zion? And what do we gain as being a citizen of Mount Zion? And what is our inheritance? What does it involve? And what is the challenge for us as Carmelites? So I'd like to share this reflection of Deacon Baldwin's with you on Mount Zion. But first, let us turn to an opening prayer. Let us get recollected and let us pray in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come Holy Spirit, come by way the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Open our eyes, open our ears, open our hearts to hear your word and respond favorably to your call. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. And so now I present to you Deacon Baldwin with Mount Zion. What we have drawn near to is Mount Zion and the city of the living God. What we have drawn near to is Mount Zion and the city of the living God. As I read this scripture in preparation for Vespers today, this first sentence was so powerful that I couldn't stop thinking about what it meant for us as Carmelites, even as I read the rest of the passage. You see, in the Old Testament, Mount Zion was synonymous with Jerusalem, and in a wider context, all of Israel. And in the book of Revelation, our Lord, seated upon his throne, said he came to make all things new. And in the same chapter, St. John saw the new Jerusalem, the holy city coming down from heaven as a bride adorned for her husband. What else is this but the city of the living God with millions of angels gathered with the whole church? And St. Paul says we have come to the same city. The whole community of our mother of good counsel has come to Mount Zion. What an incredible gift. What an awesome display of God's mercy and grace. What an awesome mission that has been laid before us. How did I get mission coming from coming to Mount Zion? Well, let me ask you to consider something. Have we can come to Mount Zion of our own volition? 
Are the gates of the city of the living God going to open before us in recognition of the sanctity and holiness we merited by our own strength? Are we going to take up our residence in the city as our due, as our own private possession, or perhaps as a possession of our community? Of course not. We were invited to come to the city of God. We have been made a citizen, a firstborn son or daughter, but our citizenship, our inheritance as a son or daughter was a gift received, or more correctly, a gift each member of our mother of good counsel has been entrusted with. Entrusted with so that we might also invite whoever God's providence brings into our lives to be made perfect, even as we are being made perfect by his grace. That is our mission. God has entrusted each one of us with his message of salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. Thus, we are evangelists just as Christ was an evangelist. And what better way to evangelize than to become like Christ. This is why we should be coming to the foot of Mount Zion. This is why we should be in the school of prayer in Carmel. This is why we should be seeking the inner rooms of the interior castle so that when people see us, they see Christ. Some of us have come to Carmel to continue deepening our relationship with Christ, some to learn from Our Lady how to pray, perhaps others to learn from Our Lady, the first disciple of our Lord, what it means to be a disciple. Some have come to have their souls encouraged and refreshed by meeting with our brothers and sisters in Carmel. All of these reasons, as well as others, are good, right, and proper reasons to be here, to come to Carmel. But I submit that if these are the sole reasons you're coming, you will never be Christ-like. Because there's more to Christ. There's more to Carmel. The church on earth is called the church militant because we have both an interior mission and an exterior one. The interior mission is a transformation of our souls into an image of Christ. A tough mission indeed, and one in which we treasure having our brothers and sisters in Carmel to assist us. The exterior mission is to the world to transform it, to be a witness to it, and to evangelize those in it. Consider where humanity would be if the Son of God had been content to remain with the Father and the Holy Spirit if the incarnation had never happened. In the same way, consider what will happen to our brothers and sisters who do not know our Lord if we're content, content rather, to remain on the mount. To be truly Christ-like, we must be willing to come down from the mount and be evangelists. I think this is especially true for us as secular Carmelites who live in closer contact with the world. I think that this is a unique aspect of our calling. 
Our time on the mountain, if you will, is a time for spiritual growth, a time of blessed communion with our Lord, even a time of consolation. But just as Christ came down from the mountain to continue his ministry after he had prayed, we also are called to use the strength, wisdom, and consolation we gain while on Mount Zion in the service of our brothers and sisters. In the first letter of St. Peter, he said this very thing. Christ left you an example to have you follow in his footsteps so that all of us, dead to, so that all rather, dead to sin could live in accord with God's will. Christ's footsteps can be seen on the path that lead us to Mount Zion, but there's another path with his footsteps. That path leads us back to those who have not yet come to the mount. The path to the mount is the one we yearn for as it brings us ever closer to the eternal city where we will spend eternity with him. The other path leads us to our brothers and sisters who are depending on us to show them the way to the mountain, to show all his sons and daughters the way to him. <laughs>